Hey guys, welcome back to Anime Sekai Podcast. I'm your host, Ichigo, and I'm joined by the lovely Mikon here. Hi everyone. What's up guys? Welcome back to episode 10. Oh, wow, we're already 10 episodes in. Yes. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We hope you are enjoying the content. We're having a blast doing this, so I hope you guys are enjoying it. Yes. This week, we are going to be discussing villains. We're going to take a deeper dive. If you all have been listening to us for a little while, we did our villains episode a few weeks back. So if you haven't had a chance, head on over to whatever platform you're listening to this on. And go listen. Yes, go listen and check out that episode. This week, we are going to be discussing villains who actually make valid points. Yeah, or we just personally agree with. <laughs> yeah, so sit back, relax, get you a snack, and come hang out with us. In our last villains episode, we talked about a few villains who we were trying to decide if they were actually villains or are they victims of circumstance. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of those. Yeah, there are quite a few villains who may not be villains by choice, but they were definitely forced down that route. And the number one that we both agreed on was Scar from Fullmetal Alchemist. Mm -hmm. So for those who have not seen Full Metal Alchemist, Scar is one of the first villains to appear. He is the last of his people. His whole family village was pretty much slaughtered. They were taken out and he is now on a revenge track. To get his revenge on state alchemists specifically. Right. And finding the ones who basically took yeah, we're part his of the people and his family. Yeah. yeah. And it's understandable. I, yeah, I get why he wants to go out for revenge. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. I don't think he went about it the right way. And that's how he ended up meeting Edward Elric. So Scar has a certain power that he uses to go around and take anybody out that tries to stand between him and his revenge mm-hmm. and thus ends up meeting main characters edward and alphonse elric yeah and they kind of meet in like the worst situation <laughs> as well mm-hmm. the thing i like about scar though is that although i don't of course i think most people don't agree with his ways but he also understands that he technically is fully aware that what he's doing is not really right mm-hmm. but he also just wants people to face consequences for their actions and suffer i see that and i think the the fastest way for him to do that is he realized the power that he i don't want to say was given but I, i'll say that yeah i mean his brother basically upon gave him, him that, that arm yeah that power was forced upon him and thus he decided well i'm just gonna go after any and everybody yeah. that is not only opposing me but the people that took away my whole family mm-hmm. you know And he doesn't really kill innocent people, but the problem is anybody who gets in his way, he's like, I'll take you down as well. Mm -hmm. I believe there was a scene where Winry confronted him, I think with a gun. And he was basically like, listen, you got one shot. And if you don't get me, I'm going to kill you. He also took out, you know, precious little Nina, (laughs) which 
granted he kind of relieved her of her suffering and that was his purpose but still messed up i think in in the original i keep saying original the first anime that came out he sits down and he tries to talk to nina Mm. and he sympathizes i don't want to say he sympathizes with her but he sympathizes with her yeah like that scene is forever etched into my head where he was mortified Mm -hmm. at what happened to her really tried to talk to her and then was like you know what the only way you can be at peace is if you stop suffering and so i'm going to relieve you of your suffering which humanized him and that's it was at that moment that i was like this man is not a villain Mm mm-hmm Yes, he is a villain because he's in a rampage, but that's because the state alchemist kind of came in and took away his whole family, yeah. his village, everything that he grew up and, in. And I mean, he watched it all be destroyed as well in front of him. Mm-hmm. And granted, like in war, like I understand, I mean, this war itself was generated by bad people, you know, purposely. Right. A lot of the state alchemists didn't want to fight in this war, but- Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately in war, you have to do what you have to do, you know, and the fighting just started and there was nothing you could take back. Mm-hmm. It was game over by the evil people intentionally doing this. So once it started, right. you couldn't, it was like a domino effect. You can't really stop. Right. And I think that's what the state alchemists who came across him and were basically pleading for their lives, like, don't take me out because we had no choice. We were forced to do what we had to do. There's nothing that we could do to stop it. That's the sad part. Now, mind you, closer to the end of Scar's reign of Mm -hmm. terror, when they gave his backstory and they explained why he is doing what he is doing, It made me feel like, okay, now I understand. But if I was ever in Scar's position, would I do the same thing? Uh And the answer to that is probably not. I'm not just going to go around and take anybody out. Yeah. But I understand his revenge tactic. Yeah. I get it, but I don't agree with it. Let me put it that way. Yeah, that makes sense. If you were in Scar's position. Yeah. Would I take everyone out? Yeah. Are you taking everybody out or are you just going to have to find a different way of I don't think I would. I don't think I would in this scenario because Mm -hmm. I have a view of like all's fair in love and war kind of thing, which I understand from the other side. The other side's always going to be fighting for their country and nation as well and their people, you know? Granted, this was kind of a massacre basically. It wasn't really a war. But I don't think I would go out and get revenge in this way. As we are talking about this, I'm starting to wonder if somehow he would have infiltrated the state alchemist made his way in to like join, worked his way. That uh-huh. would have taken too yeah. long, but worked his and way And then became up. like, yeah, became one. I mean, basically in the end, he kind of, you know, fights on their side, if that makes sense, to fight the actual evil that really started all of this mess. The homunculus. Yeah. yeah. It was the homunculus. They're, they're, they're plotting, the real villains yeah, they're because- plotting everything. And father, whatever. Well, and in either... The first anime or Brotherhood, that's when you find out that it was actually mm-hmm. Envy who had disguised themselves as a state alchemist and yep. took the first shot and thus war broke out. Yes. Ooh, Envy. I'll always making mess messes everywhere. <laughs> I have no sympathy for Envy, sorry. <laughs> That leads me into the moral thing of I wouldn't go for revenge, right? But that leads me into Attack Mm -hmm. on Titan. There's like (laughs) the two people that I want to talk about, villains or anti-heroes or heroes, depending on who you ask for moral. So there's Zeke and then there's... Eden. Yeah. And I know you don't watch Attack on Titan. It's not your it's not your thing. I have tried to get her to 
but I don't think it's for her. I've watched a few yeah. episodes. It's not just for not. You. Yeah. It didn't drag It's a little. Me. But I know who I know, you're talking you about. It's a little too much. But yeah, really no, quick mm-mm. background is basically there's main person, the original Titan, if you will, had powers to turn into a Titan and fought for her empire, Eldia. Basically, there's another group of people called Marley and they took over these people. And what happened in the end, she had kids way down the line. Years. So now Eldians, a bunch of them went into this island and the king boarded themselves up and made a wall and then took the memory of the outside world. So these people in the wall, they have no idea that there's an outside world that's existing. In real time, there is a whole world outside and the people of Marley, they're still alive. And there's still Eldians living with these people in Marley, and they're persecuted for their past. Obviously, people hate them because of their ancestors. So what happens is Zeke, who lived with Marley and is basically Eren's brother, he hates, I don't know if he hates Eldians, but he hates what they did. And so what he wants to do is basically kind of a slow death, if it makes sense. Instead of seeking revenge, he kind of wants to make peace, like a peaceful way to go out. And that means he wants to sterilize all of the Eldians so they never have children. And basically with him and that generation will be the last to survive. These Eldians are the only ones with the blood to become Titans. So once they're gone, Mm -hmm. the reason for, I guess, the world hating on them would be gone, right? But Eren, on the other hand, he wants to commit mass genocide. And I'm only talking about the anime, not regarding the manga, because the manga Mm -hmm. has finished. And so people ask, like, what would you choose? Like, my question is, what would you choose? Would you basically kill the entire world for the people that you love? Or would you (laughs) just sterilize everyone so it ends with your generation? Nobody can have kids. Um, honestly, and I might be contradicting myself from the villains episode because I remember yeah. we discussed this in our other villains episode, but I probably would have taken mm-hmm. everybody out just because everybody yes, hates exactly. them, right? So if everybody hates them, even if they are sterilized, they can't turn into Titans anymore and they can't have children, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're automatically yeah. safe. You know, there's going to be some people who are like, Mm-hmm. No, I think they know that. I mm-hmm. feel more so it's like, oh, to pay for their sins or their ancestors' sins, you know, just and go out in peace, which is what I, I mean, I get it. He, he kind of also has some trauma from his dad. Yeah. So <laughs> makes sense. Ooh. He's like, no more kids for everyone. Yeah. So here's the thing. Yeah, I get both sides. Mm-hmm. But it's a matter of even if everybody can no longer turn into the Titans, nobody can have any more kids. And that bloodline just kind of dies out yeah. with them. Nobody's going to 100% mm-hmm. believe that the threat is gone. Yeah. Everybody's until they're yeah, all fully like gone. Like there's always still going to be a right. And I think that's why Eden was like we're not going to be safe no matter what option we pick because even if we can yeah. all still live, there's going to be that risk that somebody's going to come yeah. take us out. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, this is not a win-win situation. In my personal opinion, it's kind of a choice of, do you save the world or do you save the few people that you love kind of thing? In this case, like I know I said for Scar, I wouldn't go out and seek revenge. But in this case, I feel like I would Mm -hmm. agree with you and I would just take out the world, (laughs) just be done with it. So that- I mean, because it's either I take everybody out or we all have to Mm -hmm. live in fear for the rest of our lives. If they're living in fear for so long, they're already secluded on an island. They're not allowed to leave the island. The island has been basically barriered up. You get tired of that. 
even if they take the, I'll call it an antidote, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Even if they take the quote unquote antidote, they can't leave the island. They got to yeah. stay on the island. And if they did leave the island and people found out who they really were, chaos would ensue. Yeah. I mean, people people already knew who they were on that island and they just hated them. I mean, they kept attacking them with titans, which is the saddest, most ironic thing ever. Yeah. But yeah, no, I agree. I that agree. Was up. Either way, it's not a win-win situation. You know, there's so many villains that they don't have a way yep. out. They are hurting so much that all they see is red for revenge or they make decisions like it and that can be detrimental to basically everybody and everything like these villains are making almost impulse decisions at least the ones that we are going to yeah. be discussing today personally i'm not gonna take revenge however if it comes to my family i'll figure out a way to get uh-huh. my revenge it's not going to be in anything yeah. like any of these villains are doing like if i had the power Scar did. I'm not going to go around taking innocent people out. I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard because it questions, Ugh. like, it's a question of morals and your value mm-hmm. of, like, what do you value more, kind of. Right. Going um, off of that whole, would you do it for world peace situation? I feel like there is a lot of characters like that, which, for instance, like, in Naruto, a lot of the villains, their whole mm-hmm. thing is, in a way, peace in um, just a messed up world. Yeah. Like, I mean, Madara Uchiha wanted to get the power of infinite Tsukiyomi, I think, like the dream world, so that people can live without problems. Mm-hmm. Similar with like Pain. Pain wanted to create a world where, what was it? There was no more like, fighting. A lot of or the like Naruto that, like, or no more. villains, their main goal is kind of that, you know, the same goal everyone else is fighting for. It's just mm. what differentiates them, I feel like, is basically how they go about it. Right, right. Except for Oda, <laughs> he, he the only exception. That man do not care. He do, he don't really care. Creepy snake man. <laughs> he don't care. No, he don't. Oh my gosh, he's so creepy. Anyway, no, I find that with a lot of mm-hmm. Naruto characters as well, they basically are villains because they want yeah. immediate change. They want the change to be yeah. like. We're going about this the wrong way. No, we're just going to force everybody yeah, basically. into peace. Which makes me think of Dr. Yeah. Stone. Tsukasa, in the very first season, when they mm-hmm. all start to awaken, Tsukasa's main goal is to only awaken yeah. children yep. and kids their age. Because he wants to ensure that no adults come to ruin- Destroy the world again. Their- new world yeah destroy their world and i get that because his point of well when the adults are running we have wars Mm -hmm. we have famine we have people who are getting hurt we have broken households and when he mentioned that i was like yeah you are making some valid points but would (laughs) i do the same thing i mean because he literally goes around just breaking these stones of like adults Mm -hmm. i don't know for me it's hard because like kids can go ahead and destroy the world anyway you know well i think it's more of you've got adults who now mind Uh you i've seen season one and part of season two i'm not caught up Mm -hmm. to season three just yet i'm so far behind but (laughs) my understanding so far of what i have seen in the anime is that skasa did not really come from a very positive adult background i mean he was he was kind of he has some sort of 
I don't know. He's, but that man is hurt. What I never understood is he kind yeah. of came from like a normal, norm, I don't know if it's called normal, but he was always strong. He just hating, mm-hmm. in my opinion. <laughs> There's got to be a reason he's got that much hate in his heart for. His big thing is nature is what adults. he's like, oh, we should live in the natural world, if that makes sense. Right. But taking out the adults is the yeah. best way to live. I mean, in the also even world? Senku, he's fighting Senku because he's more of into science and bringing back civilization, and that's why they're sort of arch enemies, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Because he wants to live in back in the day times, a world without science, if that makes sense. It does make sense, but he also mentioned that he wants kids to run the. I think that's why, though, because adults have that knowledge world, of I guess, bringing back world. civilization and kids are more pure without technology and second star i guess basically while it's too late for adults in his view in his mind he's like they can't change mm. i don't agree with that and the reason i don't agree with that is because they gonna get yeah, older exactly. which means they're gonna become adults so yeah. when y'all become adults, i think like i think happens. in i don't know in my <laughs> personal opinion he seems just he just doesn't want like this advanced civilization Now, I will say, if I was in that show Mm -hmm. at the age that I am at right now, I'm pretty sure it's Scasa. Oh, yeah. No, we too old. (laughs) It's too late for us. (laughs) We're too old in his mind. We're going out. But my thing is, how can you tell from a statue? You know what I mean? Like, what if they look young? That's my thing. He was just going around knocking statues down. I don't like how he looks old enough. Take him out. Let me just go ahead and take them out. Mind you, that person could be like oh, yeah. 17, 18 years old. And you just assumed that they were a 30-something Basically. year old or a 40-something year old. How messed it's up is that? a personal agenda, that? you know? <laughs> which, <laughs> oh, which takes me to another sort of villain style is psychopaths. Because we're talking about like deciding for other people. And for those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. psychopaths is what might happen, for instance, if AIs take over. It's another good one about like morals and ethics. Basically, it's like a dystopian future and there's a system, this sort of AI slash bunch of brains put together civil system that I think governs Japan. From the moment you're sort of born, it decides whether you have potential to become a criminal or not, whether you have committed a crime or not. So people are placed in jobs that they would fit perfectly from the from basically when they're really young. So your life is already decided for you from pretty much the moment you're born. And so people who haven't even committed crimes are already, they're kind of like put in on jail? a criminal tag. And so you have to be watched. What? So even if you didn't commit a crime, if you might have that tendency, you are already placed as sort of a criminal. First of all, that sounds like <laughs> the video game Detroit. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a very common concept, you know. I love like that AI will choose how society sort of dictate. It'll decide before you've even done anything. But the problem is the thing that people argue is it works though. There's not a lot of crime. It's a peaceful for the most part. It's peaceful in this state, which is sad because you already know who's going to be a criminal basically. So then they they already take the criminals and put them Yeah, off, before they can like possibly somewhere. Make, commit a crime. But the sad part is once people witness, like there's a scene in the, I think one of the beginning episodes, there's a scene where a woman, she witnesses a guy die and her meter goes up because of her trauma. So now she's considered, because they have these guns that can oh. only shoot people who have that capability. And so now is showing that she has now potential to become one based on her trauma. I was like, dang, that's messed up. Because yeah, she saw her somebody. Her chances of becoming like, I don't know if it's kind of categorized as like going off the rails. You know what I mean? Like 
mentally because of that she can i guess her level just went up and i was like that's really messed up so then if that's it's, the case who's yeah the so villain they kind of the there's, there's the I would say two villains, the civil system is one and that that's because it decides mm-hmm. for you okay and then there's also makishima shogo which he's kind of out to get the system and take it out because it tabs the mental state of people and he doesn't like it he thinks people are innately evil and he thinks that's a good thing, though. And that's why he wants people to decide for themselves to do whatever they want, you know. And I mean, he, we're kind of supposed to see him as a villain. But the thing is, as you see, like all the victims of the civil system, you kind of <laughs> you kind of root for him a bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Although he's crazy and he's manipulative. But you're like, yeah. this system is really horrible. Granted, it, it works, apparently. But still. I mean... But I wouldn't want my fit yeah, predeter- yeah. predetermined shortly after birth. God forbid something happens. You're like, oh, no, so, you're not in a good state. Then you're kind of like on the borderline. <laughs> so then if that's the case, the people that are deemed a criminal, can if they, they go can get back, back to civilization? Like a higher score if, or like a mental score? Technically, yeah. Yeah, it basically this is all keeps based tab on mental? of oh, no. oh, mental Lord. state. Oh, no. So, and it just, it uses that mental state to keep track mm-hmm. of the likelihood that they might become a criminal. So let's say somebody like really does something bad to nope. you and I guess you're really upset, you know, and it just keeps, you keep harboring that, then your mental state is probably going to be up and they're going to keep tabs on you. None of these anime villains yeah. are going to be able to live Actually, in Actually, some people, yeah. But that universe would be peaceful because all the villains would yeah. be off the but technically, you don't have to worry I believe about Shogo, the system doesn't recognize him as a villain. What? Mm-hmm. I believe he's one of the few people who gets by without being recognized by the system. Like the system doesn't deem him as evil. His intentions might not be malicious in his own mind. I don't know. Although he's really, he's really messed up. So then is his mentality one that he has full control over to where he's like, look, because at some point in time, he had to have recognized that this system is messed up. And because he's recognizing that the system is messed up, he's trying to beat the system. System already doesn't recognize that there's a problem with him. So somehow he has enough mental strength yeah, to where he's I, I don't the like system. he's kind of like a mystery in this series, but he just hates that this civil system basically makes everyone like sheep. You know, you have to follow the rules and he hates that. And I guess the question comes down to, would you want to live in a world where technically it's super peaceful, it's a utopia, but you're not really free versus a place where you have you do have the freedom to choose whatever you want to do, but it's really messed up. Like the real world, you know? That is a hard question because I feel like Mm -hmm. you would be anxious all of the time if you're living in that type of universe. Because the moment you deem something... Yeah, like if your mental state gets too bad, you know, and you have to always be conscious of that. Yeah. If your mental state gets too bad, you're at risk at that point. Just watch it though. Just try it. Just try it. Give it a try. Yeah, no. I will give it a try. I'll think about it. But I don't know. It makes me wonder. Like he has so much yeah. freedom to kind of choose whether he wants to be a villain or not. And then there are other villains like Kagura. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who have Inuyasha. no choice. She has I know no what you choice. mean. Yeah. And I feel bad for her because yes, she is a villain, mm-hmm. but she is forced to be a villain. So I will definitely say that she's her victim. 
her main goal in Inuyasha is to pull herself away from Naraku. She wants to be freed from him, which means Mm -hmm. he is basically forcing her to do these things. And there are several episodes where he tells her, I can see what you see. I know when you're going to betray me. He has her life force in his hands. Like he can just easily take her out at any point in time. And she is doing her best to get away from him. But there are also some of those scenes where while she's trying to get away from him, which I think the anime is messed up for this. There are several episodes where she is doing her best to try to really cut off ties, Mm -hmm. cut herself away from Naraku. And then Inuyasha and his crew come and they're like, oh, Kagura, Naraku must have sent you. Now we must fight. And she's like, wait, (sighs) I was trying to get away from him. That's funny. Yeah, no, she's definitely a victim of circumstance. Granted, I don't know if she's like, she might be a little evil to her core a bit. But that makes me wonder, is she evil because she has to be to put on a face? Or is she evil? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, without Naraku's help. Because she's basically doing anything to get freedom, even until the end, Mm -hmm. basically. The fact that she even went to Sashomaru. (laughs) She was desperate. (laughs) As if he was going to help her. How desperate do you have to be to go to Shomaru to be like, look, if mm-hmm. you help and she really me, believed this man was gonna I help, will help you. And she did. So Shomaru was uh. like, bro, I'm not studying you. I'm not studying Naraku. Yeah. I just want that sword from Inuyasha. And when she posed the I, I can help you get the sword, then he was like, Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> Listen, a guy's gotta do what a guy's gotta do, and a girl's gotta do what a girl's gotta do. I don't think she's a real villain like she's yes she is a villain but naraku was basically using mm-hmm. her as his puppet. yeah no th- I, feel I feel like there's so a lot of villains her. like that who are just kind of victims of circumstance the things they're doing for freedom <laughs> let me be at peace mm-hmm. she's doing the best she can and kanna is a snitch <laughs> <laughs> she's carrying that mirror around I see sneaking what up doing. on kakura like i see you it's like you better mind your girl. business if you don't leave her alone, she's trying to help both of y'all out. At one point, Kagura was really trying to help mm-hmm. Kana and herself yeah. escape from the clutches of Naraku. Listen, some people don't know what's good for them, okay? They just they just mess everything up. And I hate to say this, I like Kana. I do. Oh, yeah? Why? I don't consider her a <laughs> villain. Just, I just, just there. Or she a literally victim. is I just, just there. I just think she's there. <laughs> she is cute. No, she's I agree. Just there. She's cute. She's just real quiet and she doesn't like she fights back, mm-hmm. but she fights back like, using that. She's mirror. almost like she has no evil like intentions per se. She's just doing what she's told. Well, I think Kagura mm. is the same way. She doesn't have any yeah, evil intentions. But I feel like she she's has more like her pers- like a personality, you know? Telling her. <laughs> like she has something she wants. She's got a couple of evil tendencies, but not necessarily towards anybody unless mm-hmm. it has something to do with her trying to get her freedom yeah because when she turned on Naraku, now that last time she turned on Naraku, she was he was like you got one more time my patience is running thin <laughs> no his patience was gone at that point he was like look if you turn on me that is the end of you he but i feel like she was basically free at the end and that's She'd rather choose, well, spoiler, but she'd rather choose death over being. Inuyasha's been out for <laughs> so long. I, I don't think that's a spoiler. You never know. 
Plus, they're all connected. So even if there were several episodes where Naraku told her, like, if yeah, anything you're going happens down to me, you're going down to. So yeah, now you, you need to help me. Yeah, and by help me, I mean <laughs> go fight them. Literally, while I go hide. Literally. <laughs> no, but okay. So for if you're fighting for freedom for yourself, you, you kind of understand that. But what mm-hmm. if it's for also your country? So I'm talking about, you know, the Dawn and Suwon. I know you like the story. Basically, for those of you who don't know, it's basically about a 16-year-old princess, red-haired princess. And she loses her family and her throne to this guy that she really liked who kills her father. But he kind of does it for revenge because his father was murdered by her father. And that was basically kept a secret, but he knew. The thing was, the princess's Mm -hmm. father, he's a pacifist. And the thing was, he was failing his country. They were on the decline. And Suwon's father, who mm-hmm. was murdered, he wanted to make the country better and stronger, like a superpower, you know? And I guess he was technically right. What he would have done right. probably would have been right. better for the country. And he kind of died over it. And Suwon takes the throne and kicks her out. Mm-hmm. So he forced his way onto the throne. Yeah. And then tried to kill her in yep. the process. But I mean, did he really try to kill her? He was kind of like iffy. He was kind of iffy about that. <laughs> her father yep. was the ruler of their land. Yep. And now that he's gone, that right goes to her. So he had no choice but to take her out in order to mm-hmm. basically rule. I mean, the thing is, he I mean, was willing to throw away his friendship and his friendships and all his relationships basically for the good of you know, his country. It's a hard one. That is a hard one for me to answer because I can see him wanting to throw everything away for the sake of his country. But I'm also kind of like, like he could have worked with her, if that makes sense. Yep. I feel like that would have been a better option for him than him being like, well, your father killed my father. Which that is wrong. Yes, that is wrong. But he was fueled by partial revenge slash our country is not doing well. This man who has killed mm-hmm. my father, taken my family away from me, is now going to destroy this this country that mm-hmm. my father worked so hard to protect. The only way for me to protect my country yeah. and get my revenge is I got to take him out. I get the logic. What he should have done yes. is marry her. And I'm not suggesting that anybody should do this, but marry her, poison the father, and then he rules over. But then we wouldn't have got that good show. I'm sorry, but Yona of the Dawn needs to I'm pretty sure they two. must be working on it. Nope. You know? Do you know how long it's been uh-huh. since Yona of the Dawn came out? I'm pretty sure mm. I was in high school. I think when that show came out. What year did it that show was. come out? Hold on. Must have been a while back. Yeah, it was it's pretty old, I think. <sighs> Yona the Dawn, the anime came out, I wanna say two thousand fourteen. Not that old though. There's only season one. Oh no. So I wasn't in I was not in high school when this came out. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why he didn't just yeah. marry her, but you know, he petty. <sighs> he just petty. He wanted revenge. That was the thing. That's the only thing he could think of was revenge. Suwon was messed up for that. Yeah, it would have been good if they married, but I'm, I, I think, I honestly, two. at the end of the day, their ideals would have clashed. Because I feel like Yona has more of a, similar to her dad, she has more pacifistic tendencies. And Suwon, although maybe mm-hmm. it's better for the kingdom, he would have, I mean, he went his dad's way more so. And I think the people around her, like Huck, would not have agreed yeah. with the way he was ruling. 
for me personally, I feel like that was one of the major reasons he said, get rid of them all because <laughs> they're going to be in my way. Mm-hmm. It's good. I recommend like, even though uh. I'm not a shoujo person, I recommend that one. But going on to villains like Dudushu, Code Geass. So for those who don't know, it's basically about uh, an exiled yeah. prince, Dudushu, and he gets this sort of supernatural power where he's able to control people's mind. And he ends up using this power to basically start a rebellion mm-hmm. against the current empire, Holy Britannia Empire. And he's kind of a villain. I mean, right. Yeah, he's right. yeah, he basically is an anti-hero, an but anti-hero. in the end he's like honestly, he's kind of the most complicated protagonist in my opinion because he started out with really good intentions, but mm-hmm. you know, after all the crap he has to do, it kind of went downhill. I mean, obviously, when you're in war, I'm pretty sure your mental state is not going to be very good, especially if you are the leader of said war. But so everything goes downhill. He's fighting his best friend on the other side. But in the end, this is a spoiler as well. In the end, basically, he kind of makes himself, he becomes that evil ruler. So his people hate him. The other side he was fighting hates him. Mm -hmm. Everybody hates him. But he does this on purpose. And he became sort of like that con- common enemy that united the world. Right. And his best friend in the end, they worked on this goal together, kills him in this final scene mm-hmm. in public. He wants and all the hate it was to one, die with him. Uh, it was one of the best endings when his friend pulls up in his uniform. So he's sort of um, the leader called Zero and he's masked, right? Nobody ever knows who he is except for his really close people. He makes his friend dress up in that and publicly execute him. And it's like so sad because his sister touches him and she realizes he was never bad and i'm just like yo that was probably one of the first animes where i cried it's so good got me in the feels yeah no i've i've watched the end was really good so when i watched it at the Mm -hmm. very end i was like oh man he got all these people to hate i know only to have his best friend take him out out Mm -hmm. so that all the hatred could die with him because then at that point, the enemies who hated him and then his own crew yep. who hated him, yeah. they had a common enemy. It was him. So now that he's gone, mm-hmm. they can now work together to have a peaceful life. I get that. But I don't care how yeah. many people hate you or what your plan is. I'm not <laughs> taking you out. Okay. I'm not taking my best friend out. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I cannot do it. In I the end, didn't they have that little clip of now, they weren't sure if he was alive or not? I mean, I think it was verified that he was after they made like another season, which yeah. I definitely don't count. All right. I don't count that. Mm-hmm. It ended on that episode and that was it. <laughs> you wouldn't take me out for the world. I, uh, look, I'm not taking you out. Aww. No. What if I asked you to? What if this was my whole plan? Sorry. And I was like, I'm going to hire somebody else. No. <laughs> but somebody needs to. They just going to gonna like, hate us both. Continue my legacy <laughs> to keep up the peace. Find somebody else. <laughs> you're like not you better me. step down <laughs> i don't know i'm not taking you out now i understand his plan he got everybody to hate him so that there's no more hate i got that but if you were leluge <laughs> i'm down I'm they down. just gonna hate both we- <laughs> or i would dress up a dummy doll have your face everything sounds good i'm glad <laughs> yeah i get it i mean but, i guess you know they could technically they did but part yeah no so he was also supposed to die so there's one more actually villain for those of you who know, Madoka Magica. Honestly, such an underrated show. So good. Basically, a bunch of middle school girls mm-hmm. go into a contract to become magical girls and My fight these show witches. Show. And there's 
something called an incubator, mm-hmm. which is a cute little cat thing that has the power to make these girls magic girls. Cubay. This is one of the hardest decisions because I understand where he's Cubay is coming from, basically trying to save the world from this like heat mm-hmm. death and in order to prevent it. And he uses their death and their emotions to continually prevent this heat death. But the thing is, what I can't understand is he doesn't tell little girls. So they don't find out basically until they did, which is the unfortunate part. But my thing is, if you had to become this person, right, Cubay, like you have to make that hard choice. Well, they have two questions. Would you be able mm-hmm. to do this for one? And sec two, would you be able to tell those people that they're going to die saving the world? Okay. No, I would not do that. And two, if I did decide mm-hmm. to do that, yes, I would tell them because I want them to know what they're getting into. I feel like with a lot of magical girl where you got a mm-hmm. talking animal and then the females yeah. turn into magical girls and then they go fight monsters, the magical yeah, no, animals don't. don't tell them what they're setting up for. Because I'm pretty sure if they did, like none they, of these they girls will sign up for what they're signing up for. If they know what they're giving up. Exactly. In Sailor Moon, when Luna meets Usagi and she helps her trip, she basically tells her, like, you are yeah. the legendary Sailor Moon. You're going to fight oh, yeah, monsters no. and all this other kind of stuff. She didn't tell her that she could risk her life. <laughs> pretty bro- she was just now like, go and do here's your this thing. pretty brooch. Yeah, now I'm going to give no, you some that- tools to fight the monsters, but you'll be all right. Well, season one was like, and you're going to help us find the princess, <laughs> aka that princess is you, but... <laughs> I'm pretty sure this, yeah. These... <laughs> but Luna didn't tell Usagi no, that do. she was going to risk potentially risk her life fighting these monsters. Now, mind you, it could be a given, so... They must they have a club. They probably have a club where they're like, oh, we don't tell the like that was <laughs> nothing. We just let them do the thing. Nah, girl. Mm, no, granted, I, could, I can do that. I don't know to save the what world. Oof. <laughs> just put other people on the line. That's hard. I don't. I might do it. I might, but I would tell them. I pro- I would definitely tell them. Like, hey, you're gonna risk your life here. Granted, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't get a lot of people to sign up, but <laughs> this is what you're signing up for. Don't That'd sign me up on false pretenses. Just you know. If I remember though, I think Cuba doesn't have emotions, right? And therefore doesn't really feel for these girls so he don't care but that's just how it is i guess when you got to save the world you got to make some hard decisions there are so many villains that are not villains by choice yeah and i like the fact that a lot of anime has a lot of different types of villains they have villains who are just plain evil aka naraku frieza i mean the list goes on and on but then they also have villains like Scar, Kagura. Do you have and a favorite? Lelouch. Of all... Kagura. Kagura? Okay, of all the ones you understand? Kagura. Okay. I mean, just because I feel bad for her. Yeah. You know, she didn't... It's not like she just woke up and chose violence. She really did not have a choice. And yeah. you can tell as each season of Inuyasha, she's really doing her best to... Yeah. If I had to choose to be evil at the end of the day, I'd want to be like Kagura and go about it in a way that, yeah, I'm Mm going to do what you asked me to do. So I'm going to go fight Inuyasha and his crew. (laughs) But while I'm doing that, let me go over here and holler Sishomaru real quick, see if he can help me. I would make a a detour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm on my way. I just made a wrong turn. Oh, look. Hey, Sishomaru. Let me hit you up, bro. You know? Yeah, no, I agree. 
<laughs> that's true i mean if you have no choice and let, for let, me let i don't me think i'd go out quick. and seek revenge but if i have to protect the people right now then i would probably be go to be evil i think a lot of people would end up choosing the people they love you know what i mean at the end of the day even if you had to be evil i would take out the world just <laughs> take out the threat yeah I what if the world is the, the threat? world but i would take out threat yeah like you gotta be an errand yeah i gotta take them all out <laughs> it's a lose-lose situation so you guys let us know which villains do you feel like have the villain victim syndrome are they really villains because they have no choice or are they villains because they were victims at one point would you protect the people you love like is that an acceptable reason or is there no acceptable reason to go evil Right. Thank you guys so Ooh. much for joining us this week on our Villains Part 2 episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please be sure to follow us on our Instagram page at Anime Sekai Podcast. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.